Welcome to Protect Your Money with FSCS, the podcast from the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. I'm Caroline Rainbird, FSCS Chief Executive, and in this series, the fantastic FSCS team will help you understand how we can help to protect your money so you can feel confident your money is safe. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the FSCS podcast. Uh, my name's Connor Richards. If you're a long-time listener of the podcast, you might have heard me on a few episodes before. I'm a communications and stakeholder business partner at FSCS, and I'm your guest host for today's episode. So as you may or may not know, the Financial Services Compensation Scheme exists to protect customers of authorised financial services firms that have gone bust by paying eligible people compensation. FSCS is independent and our service is free to use, so you'll keep all of the compensation you're owed if you make a claim direct to FSCS. We protect lots of financial products, but not all of them. So this podcast series is designed to help you understand our protection and why that's so important. Today's episode is one for FSCS pension customers. And so that's anyone who's currently going for a pension claim or anyone who's recently received compensation for a pension claim and is wondering what to do next with their money. Throughout this episode, we're going to be talking about helping you to get back on track after your claim decision. So what does getting back on track mean exactly? Well, in short, it's about how you can equip yourself with the information you need to make educated decisions about your money once you've received compensation. And that's in order to put yourself back in the position you were before you lost money. So today we're going to talk about where you can seek guidance and information and hopefully make you feel a bit more confident about making those choices. So first of all, I'm going to introduce today's guest, Paul Yates, who is making his podcast debut today. So welcome, Paul. Hello, Connor, and thank you very much for the invite. And um, hello, listeners. Um, So just a a little bit about me. Um, I've been working at FSCS now for over five years and love working somewhere that delivers a vital service to people across the UK. Um, Recently, my role has been focusing on how FSCS meets the needs of financial services consumers um, and to help build trust and confidence in the industry and to enable them to make, hopefully, better informed decisions in the future. Brilliant. Thanks, Paul. It's really good to have you on today. Now, I'm not sure how many episodes you've listened to yourself, Paul, but I thought you should know that we finish each episode with the same question, and that's which toy got you breaking open your piggy bank as a child? So now I've given you a warning, let's get into it. I thought it'd be good to start off by discussing why we're doing this episode. So can you tell us why it's important for FSCS to be thinking about helping to get pension customers back on track? Yes, of course. So um, for us, it all started with a key learning from our experience of handling customers' pension claims. Every year, we're contacted by over 100,000 customers, whether they receive compensation or not. And they can often leave FSCS with limited knowledge and low confidence about how to reinvest in a safe, informed way in the future. In fact, some customers receive compensation from us and don't cash their cheque at all. And why is that? Why why would some people not cash their cheques? I think it's often because they're scared to lose their money again. Um, Let's say you've received unsuitable pension advice to transfer your pension to another provider. Your new provider went bust and you'd lost your pension pot. 
that's obviously a really horrible experience to go through. And a lot of people don't want to go through that again. So some put off making financial decisions completely, even if they've received money back from us. Yeah, and that, that's really sad, isn't it? Because it's really harming them twice. Um, once because they've lost the money in the first place, and then twice because they're not putting their compensation back to use. So putting it back into a pension where it can be accumulating more money for their retirement later down the line. Yeah, exactly. And that's harmful because the lost time will impact the growth of their future pension pot. Um, as I said earlier, for many, making financial decisions after losing money is a really daunting experience. And that's totally understandable. That's why we wanted to do today's episode, uh, to talk about where you can go for support in making these kinds of decisions and hopefully get people feeling more confident about putting their compensation to use. Thanks, Paul. So before we go any further, can you talk a little bit about why we've chosen pensions for this episode? Yeah, there's a couple of reasons. Um, first, pensions are the product we see the most claims for year on year. Um, they can also be some of the most complicated products in the market to understand. It's also the product we see the highest amount of uncompensated loss for, um, which is when customers receive our maximum compensation limit of 85000 but it's not enough to cover the amount of money they lost. That's why it's so important to put your compensation to use in the right way, because you want to get your money safely invested and back to work as quickly as possible. I'd also say we wanted to keep it simple. The information you should seek and organisations that can help you with a pension decision is very different to that of other financial service products that FSCS protect. Great. Thanks, Paul. And I think this is a good point to say that if you're listening and you find the rest of this episode useful, or you're not a pension customer and you'd like to hear something similar for another product, then please do let us know. Now we're going to get into the main section of today's episode, which is where we're going to break down the support available to you in terms of getting back on track and some other information we think will be helpful for you to know. So we're going to be discussing where to go for pension support, other products that are FSCS protected, how to check a provider is authorised by the Financial Conduct Authority, and finally, where you can get help on other aspects of your finances and mental health support if there's something that you need. I think it's worth shouting out here that all of this information could be of use to you, whether you're a pension customer waiting for a decision on your claim, or if you're someone who's had their claim decision back and you've already received compensation. We understand that not knowing if you're going to get any compensation could be a really difficult situation. Uh, so we've not only included organisations that can help once you've received that money back, but also some who can help while you wait, especially if you're someone that's experiencing financial difficulties or struggling with your mental health. So, Paul, do you want to kick us off by talking about where you can get support on your pension? Yeah, so if you're thinking about making a pension decision, there are a couple of organisations out there that can definitely help. Money Helper is a free organisation backed by the government that can offer free impartial advice and guidance on your pension. They can book you a pension-wise appointment. You'll get your pension options explained, how each option is taxed, and they'll break down your next steps in a really simple way. To qualify, though, you'll need to be over 50 and you'll need to have a UK-based defined contribution pension not a final salary pension or a career average pension. So it sounds like Money Helper can offer quite a bit of support there. Um, I just have one question. So what if I've lost track of a workplace pension? Where would I go from there? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, the pension tracker from 
Pensions Advice UK can help in that case. The service is free if you've got more than 30,000 already in your pension. Alternatively, if you've got some basic info from previous pensions, you can find pension contact details on the gov.uk website. Once you've found any lost pensions, merging them can make them easier and cheaper to manage. Um, Money Helper can help here as well. Their website has guidance on bringing pension pots together. Thanks, Paul. I think it's also worth mentioning here that the lovely people at Money Helper have joined us on the podcast a couple of times before. So you can check out episode two, which is money and mental health, or episode seven, which was your guide to financial advice and FSCS protection. And those are available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So next, I thought it'd be good to talk about other products that FSCS protects. Obviously, we said at the start, this is a pension focused episode, which it still is. But after going through one claim, I think it's really important to know what else we protect. Absolutely. It's really important to make sure all your financial products are FSCS protected, because that's the only way you'll be able to claim money back if a firm goes out of business in the future. Also, if you need to make a claim, remember, you can claim directly through FSCS and you'll keep 100% of the compensation you would due as we are a completely free service. Um, in terms of the full list of products we protect, FSCS also protects any money up to 85000 that you might have in a bank, building society or a credit union, current or savings account, and they are often called deposit accounts. Yeah, and in addition to those, we also cover debt management, funeral plans, insurance, mortgage advice, mis-selling of mortgage endowment policies, PPI, pensions, and investments. And the amount that you're protected does differ from product to product. So it's really worth checking out the limits on our website, which is fses.org.uk. It's also worth mentioning that whatever the product, the firm you dealt with must be no longer trading um, and must be FCA authorised for you to have a valid claim with FSES. And just before we move on, just to go back to a point you made, Paul, I just wanted to remind everyone listening at home that it's free to claim directly with FSES. So you don't need a solicitor, a claims management company or a legal representative to claim for us. Um, We try to make claiming as easy as possible. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't use a rep. They can obviously be really useful depending on your personal situation. But it's important to know that you do have the option of doing it yourself for free or appointing a nominated representative, so that can be a friend or a family member, and they can help complete your claim for you. So just going back to another point you mentioned, Paul, which is about making sure your pension provider or any financial firm you deal with is FCA authorised. So let's talk about that a little bit more. Remind us why it's important. Yeah, as I said, you can only be protected by FSCS if the financial firm you're dealing with is FCA authorised, and the financial product they are providing has to also be FCA authorised. The firm must be carrying out a regulated activity and your claim must be covered by our eligibility rules, which are also on the FSCS website. And how can people check a firm's FCA authorised? Yeah, they can visit the FCA's Financial Services Register. The Financial Conduct Authority is the UK financial industries regulator. So if they haven't authorised your financial firm to provide the service you're interested in, you're not FSCS protected if something goes wrong. Once you're on the register webpage, you can enter the firm's information and find out whether they're authorised or not. Brilliant. 
And we actually also have some questions on our website that you can ask providers directly to to find out if a firm is FSCS protected. So, for example, you might ask, is my product covered by FSCS? How much of my money is protected? And what would happen to my money if something happened? And if you're thinking of setting up a pension or moving to a new provider, you could consider asking things like, other than FSCS, are there any other protections covering my pension? Also, if I transfer money across from an existing pension, will that also be protected? Yeah, exactly. And of course, there are also ways of looking on our website if products you are interested in are covered. For example, you can use our online pension and investment protection checkers, which are available at www.fscs.org.uk slash check. Of course, there's a huge variety of options of products, so we can't always give a definitive answer as to whether something's protected. So to be certain, it's always worth asking your provider if the product is FSCS protected. So now we're going into the final section of today's episode, which is where we wanted to quickly point out some of the other organisations that can help you depending on your situation. We know that the claims journey can be really stressful. So if you're still waiting on your decision and that's something that you're struggling with, please don't hesitate to contact us to discuss how else we can help you. Exactly. And uh, there are also some other organisations who may be able to help, um, such as Citizens Advice. Um, They're an independent organisation who offer free, impartial advice online, over the phone or in person. Um, There's also Entitled To. They're another organisation helping people in financial need by providing clear benefit entitlement guidance And of course, you've also got Samaritans, who are a registered charity able to provide emotional support to anyone in distress. Thanks, Paul. And obviously, even if you've received compensation, those organisations could still be of help to you. I just wanted to point out two others that might be useful. So we talked a lot about making a claim when your firm has failed. But if you want to raise a complaint against a financial organisation that is still trading, the Financial Ombudsman Service might be of help to you. Just to point out another, specifically if you've received compensation already, and that's the FCA ScamSmart webpage. Um, So when you're reinvesting your money, it's obviously really important to protect yourself from scams and fraud. You can find out how to stay safe on the FCA ScamSmart website, and you can also enter scams into the search box on our website to see the most common. We also did an episode on scams back in episode four, so you can check that out as well. We really hope this episode has been useful to you and helped you feel a bit more confident about making those next financial decisions. As I said at the beginning, if you've enjoyed this and you'd like to see something similar for any other products that we protect, do let us know on our social channels and we'll see what we can do. Right, so Paul, it's the end of the episode. The time's come for the final question. So that's, which toy got you breaking open your piggy bank as a child? Well, I really enjoyed uh, this question, Connor, because it got me back to thinking about my childhood, which is always uh, always fun and enjoyable. It was a really close call for me between Scale Electrics and Subutio, but I'm going to go with Subutio. Um, so I loved collecting all the bits and pieces for the stadium and the ground. Um, and of course, as many of the different football teams that I could afford Interestingly, I've always wondered why it was called Subutio, so uh, I did a bit of research and Googled it before our call today. Uh, The inventor, who was called Peter Adolf, wanted to call it Hobby, um, but his trademark was rejected. Instead, he named it after a bird of prey called Falco Subutio, which is also known as the Hobby Bird. Ah, there you go. 
How much money do you reckon you spent on Sabutio over the years? How much my pocket money? Oh, my word. Um, I mean, it was a long time ago, Connor, so it's probably not that re- relevant <laughs> to, uh, to today's money. But, um, but the teams weren't, weren't that cheap, nor were the bits. I, I think I probably spent a couple of hundred pounds. Nice. Well, I think that's one of the best answers we've had and we've learned something new today. So that's always good. Right. Well, thank you very much, Paul, for joining today. Uh, We hope everyone listening enjoyed the podcast. You can find all of our podcasts on our website, which is www.fscs.org.uk and all the usual places that you find your podcast. We'd love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us. And you can also let us know on our social channels. Just search at FSCS. Thank you for listening.